Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. You know, and uh, another part of the importance of truth is, unless you know what truth is, or unless you know what is true, anybody can fool you with a lie. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center, located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Oh, hey, good to see you. How you doing? Yeah, I'm out here just walking in the, um, oh, you can't, oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm out here just walking in the park, just enjoying myself. And I see you're out and about too. I hope that you are enjoying your day wherever you are, you know, and we're just excited. I'm so glad to have this film crew to follow me around, you know. Anyway, we're going to have a great time. So it's Thursday evening, and I thank you so much for joining me here in the park, and we're going to have a great time tonight. Tonight, if I would title this, I would title this The Truth About Me. You know, everybody has their own truth. They say, well, uh, this is my truth. This is my reality. This is what I live in. Let's, let's talk tonight about truth, because there are some things that the Lord's really been dealing with me about that I want to share with you, and I'm so glad that you um, took the time to... Uh, to check out our little video tonight. Before we get started, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for this time that you've given us to gather around your word once again. Whether we're in the studio or in the park, we thank, that, we thank you that your presence is always there. Lord, lead us tonight in all truth and show us things to come. We love you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. All right, the truth about me. So, uh, I have some things on my phone, and let's go ahead and talk about it. So let's first start, about, start off with uh, what is truth? So let's start off with some definition. Oh, yes, I have my handy dandy monitor here that pops up for no reason. Well, not no reason, but it's in the park, and it's, it's, it's strange, but here it is. All right, so let's talk about what truth is. The truth, uh, one definite is, Definition is a fact or belief that something is accepted as true and also that which is true or uh, or in accordance uh, with fact or reality. That which is thought to be true or in or is in accordance with fact or reality. Third one, the opposite of fallacy. The opposite of true is going to be false. So, yeah, I, I can kind of go with that. But now, what is the importance of truth? Because truth gets a whole lot deeper than just that. It gets a whole lot deeper. What is the importance of truth? Well, let me give you some examples of that. Because unless you know what truth is, this is how important it is. Unless you know what truth is, you can't really determine your course or direction in life. If, you, if you're traveling somewhere and you have a map, if you don't know what true north is, then how in the world can you get to where you're going? You don't, if you don't know where north is, how will you determine uh, south, east, or west? And really, in particular, if you don't know where you are, how can you arrive at the place where you want to go? So truth is important. Truth is also, we can say, it's the foundation of life. What truth are you living by? What truth are you living by? You know, and uh, another part of the importance of truth is unless you know what truth is or unless you know what is true, anybody can fool you with a lie. 
you know? They can say, oh, we're on a spaceship. We're, we're, we're on a satellite, you know, whatever. Or, or, or I'm on the moon. Is that true? I thought we were just in the park a moment ago. No, you have to know what is true. Your entire reality will be based upon truth. Your entire reality is based upon truth. Truth is the foundation of life. It's the foundation on which we're standing. And again, if you don't know what truth is, if you don't know what is true, what is truth, then you can be fooled by anything or anybody. Now, let me tell you some things here, because this is this is something else, because we know that in the last days, this is this is so key in the last days. Uh, true, what is true or truth is going to be blurred. The lines between lies and truth is going to be so deceptive. As we know, as we're in the last days, the Antichrist, the spirit of Antichrist is already among us and he's doing his job, his best to deceive as many people as he can. And he does that by blurring the lines of what is true and what is not true. Listen to, uh, let's look at second Timothy, I like this, 2 Timothy, the fourth chapter, verses one through four. I love this. So listen to this. It says, I solemnly urge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he comes to set up his kingdom. Preach the word of God. Be prepared whether the time is favorable or not. Patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. Now listen to verse number three. For the time, rather, that was King James. Uh, here we are, New Living Translation. Let me get, switch my mind back over. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires. Hear that? They will follow their own desires and look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. Grab a hold of that. In the last days in which we're living, we know that Jesus is very soon to come. There will be a rejection of truth. Now, again, what is truth? What is truth? Well, let's, look, let's get some wisdom from Proverbs about that. And uh, we'll go on to, because I want to give you about three or four types of truth. And uh, one of the three or four is going to be the one that is a firm foundation. So hang around with me, okay? All right, let's look at the, let's get some wisdom from Proverbs. Proverbs 14, 12, look at this one. It says, there is a way that appears to be right, but in the end... But in the end, it leads to death. There is a way, again, that appears to be right. There's a truth that it appears that this is right, but it's in its destruction. One thing we'll see tonight is that the truth that is among mankind or that is from man or that is sensual or fleshly or the truth that is rooted and grounded in the sensory realm it's all shifting. It's all shifting. It's like sand. And we'll see this. Look at Proverbs 12, 15. I love this too. Proverbs 12, 15 says this. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. But he that hearkeneth 
unto counsel is wise. You listen to advice, you're wise. But listen, it says the fool's way is right in his own eyes. So what we'll see tonight as well is that truth among man in this world system is subjective. It is it is from the perspective of the individual. And many times it can be rooted in the temporary. It's temporal. That is what is true right now uh, is not always true tomorrow. It's shifting. Everything is shifting. And remember, you cannot build your life on something that is constantly changing, that is constantly moving. You know, I know a man uh, or someone that had a thriving uh, VHS business, you know, video cassette tape, you know, one of those large things. And I mean, he had a thriving business in that. And he said, and then of course, the, the, this new technology came out, the laser disc, and then it was uh, DVD. He said, oh, that's a fad. Nobody's going to get that. I'll hold on to my VHS uh, tapes and my players and I'll sell them. All that DVD, laser disc and all that, that's going to fade away. Well, you know what happened to that business. Right. Because technology is constantly shifting. It is constantly changing our society today during this pandemic. Oh, my Lord, what an example of something constantly shifting, constantly changing. And your life has to be built on something that is firm, something that is stable. Let's say you're you're just starting out in life. And as you're just starting out in life, let me tell you, you need to be on the right foundation. If you're on the wrong foundation, when the storms of life hit, and we'll look at this, when the storms of life hit, your life will sink. It will come to ruin. And a lot of people, when the stock market crashed, because their foundation was on money set on the God of this world, mammon, when it crashed, they crashed too, unfortunately. We're praying for those families as well. But your life has to be rooted in a firm foundation. All right, let's look at one more. I love this one too. Let's look at Proverbs 30, Proverbs 30, verse number 12. It says, there is a generation that is pure in their own eyes. Boy, is that dangerous. It says again, there is a generation that is, rather, let me start again. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. In their own eyes, they say we're good, we're pure, we're wholesome, but actually they're filthy. They're filthy. But look, all of this says that there is a way and the way we see ourselves, the way society will see us. Again, all of that's on a shifting landscape, shifting landscape. And if you don't have uh, the proper information of what true north is, you'll end up building your life on something that will eventually crash. Now, let me let's go through these because this is so wonderful. All of man's truth, hear me, all of man's truth is subject to the individual from their personal perspective or their own vantage point and can change at any moment. It is based on, again, the sensory realm. Oh, I love this. It is the see and say. This is the see and say generation or see and believe generation. They say, if I see it, then it must be true. Or they say, this is the 
the feel, if I feel it, it must be true. That is, they are taking, taken away. They receive truth by what they see. This is, I see this. I see this scientific evidence. I see this. So this must be true. But you understand something. Science does not go against the word of God. Actually, good science affirms it because everything in the word is actually true. It is truth. <laughs> and we'll get to that in a moment. Good science will affirm it. Hallelujah. So if you say, well, that's not what science says, then you need to dig a little bit deeper and you will find that that is actually so that the word of God is true. But understand something. This generation is seeing and saying and what if they can see it or feel it, then they say it is true or they say this is how I feel today. And so because I feel this way, then that must be my truth. This must be my reality because of how I feel. But listen, what we see changes and how you feel show enough changes, right? People can tell you today, I love you. Oh, I love you. And then tomorrow they're taking you to divorce court. Tomorrow they say, I can't stand you. Tomorrow they're blocking you on Facebook or whatever else. Feelings can change. Feelings are very shifting. One man said, uh, or uh, on one movie, uh, it said, uh, you know, the crowd is fickle, brother. The crowd is fickle. They're with you one moment, but the next moment they're not. And I can see that also in the time of Jesus. The same people that said, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed be he that comes in the name of the Lord. Well, the same people that said, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. So you cannot receive truth from feeling and you cannot receive truth by seeing, by feeling, by touching, because all of these things are subject to change at any moment. And you don't want to start off your life or even in the middle of your life, putting your foundation and roots down and say, this is who I am. This is uh, who I feel I should be. This is what I feel I should do. All those in feelings only to get up the road five or 10 years down the road to discover, oh, I made a bad mistake. I shouldn't have done that because what you thought you were standing on was real and it was not. And it was not. So again, what are we speaking about? The truth tonight. The truth. Now, let me give you some examples of what society, of what this generation calls truth. Let me give you about three of those. One, we can, uh, it's called situational truth. Can you say that? Situational truth. Situational truth is what seems to be right or good at the moment. It's situational. Today it's good, but tomorrow it's not. It's situational. You know, there was a popular song many years ago, you know, many years ago. And this is what this is one of the main verses. I, I've never heard all of the song, but I've heard this verse multiple times on a commercial or so. And this is how it said. It said, um, if you can't be with the one you love, then somebody knows it. Love the one you with. In other words, yeah, I know you married, but they're over there now. I know you're in a relationship, but they're over there now. But, you know, so-and-so is here now. Situational truth always seeks to justify what their desires are for the moment. 
and it's as wrong as two left shoes. Hallelujah. You've heard people say, another example of situation truth is, if it feels good, it must be good. If it feels right, it must be right. You know, I have felt at times uh, the slap somebody, oh, help me please, Lord. And I didn't go through it, but I felt like it. But because I felt it, does that, does that mean that I had to act it out? I've heard people say, you know, I could just kill you. I feel like I could just wring your neck. I could just, I feel like it. But does that mean that it was right because they were feeling it to carry it out? Again, this generation sees truth through their flesh, through what they see, through what they perceive. And if your truth is based upon what you see, feel, taste or smell, let me tell you, it's shifting and it is changing. And that is not the true north. Hallelujah. All right. Let me show you another one. Oh, my goodness. How about societal truth? Societal truth. Now, this is a big one here. Societal truth really talks about what the majority of the people in the culture say is true and correct. What the majority of the people in the culture say that is true and correct. All right. Societal truth. Now that varies from society, country to country or, or village to village, county to county. It varies. But there is an overall societal truth. What everybody says is true and correct. All right. Now, so if we're living by that, let me tell you, it's also shifting. It's also shifting because societal truth is also based in uh, is also based or has its let me say this uh, its output. Let me say it um, its output to morality. Right. Because they say if this is true, then morally that must be true, too. And we'll talk about that. So societal truth talks about what is morally right or morally good for a group of people. And everybody says, you know, hey, that's right, because all of us are saying that that is right. Then that must be right. Hmm? That's societal truth. But listen, let me give you an example of why that's uh, that's hogwash and how why they won't stand. Almost 50 years ago or 40 years ago, um, what was considered maybe rated X? What was considered to be rated, you know, was terrible and only adults could watch it. Now some of that content in today in 2020, now some of that content is, is deemed PG 13. Think about it. What they said was X or something similar to X back then is now considered our PG 13. <laughs> it has changed years ago. They didn't curse in movies. They didn't do all that. But oh my goodness, it's almost everywhere now. The thinking of society is shifting and is changing. Years ago, what things were in the closet. Now it's out the closet and it is celebrated. Years ago, when people got married, it was it was to death do us part. And today it's until I no longer like you or no longer feel like I'm in love with you. Or in, in oftentimes before they even leave the ceremony, it's, well, if this doesn't work out, we'll get divorced. And so we find people, and I feel for all those people that have gone through divorce, that's a horrible thing, believe me. It's a horrible thing. It's a horrible thing. God hates divorce, and I can see why, because it, it rips families apart. 
It, 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 it hurts children, especially when they are involved. And if that's your situation, we're praying for you today. And you can recover from that in Jesus' name and be fully restored in the relationship where you are. But what I'm saying is that our thoughts and views of marriage over the years have shifted and changed. Our thoughts and views of sexuality over the years have changed. Many years ago, being a virgin was something that was esteemed greatly and, and highly. And it was, it was a, your virginity was a gift that you would present to uh, your spouse on your wedding night. You were saying, hey, I've kept myself for you. But today, if you enter into your 20s and you haven't had multiple sexual relations, you frowned upon. And people say there's something wrong with you. You mean you're still a virgin? You mean you're still a virgin? And if you say, um, well, I'm saving myself, I'm saving myself for the one that God has for me. Boy, I'm telling you, I can hear the laughter now. So what has changed over the years? What has changed? What was thought to be good in one moment is thought to be negative in the next moment. So societal thinking is shifting. Societal truth is shifting and it is shifting every day. What's thought to be right now, tomorrow, a few years from now can be seen as wrong. So it's shifting, it's changing. And there's one more that I want to show you. Well, two more and then we'll be uh, closing out. Uh, yeah, momentary truth. Mm, that's something similar to the others. Momentary truth. This is truth that is rooted in time. That is what is true right now. This moment may not be true in the next few moments, but people have their reality based on momentary truth. It's true right now that you are watching this video and we're in the park. It's true, but that will not always be the case. In just a little while, you're going to watch another video or you're going to eat some dinner or have lunch or have dinner or maybe you start your day at work. I don't know. But it's true right now that you're that we're together, but that may not always be true. But people are basing their lives on momentary truth. Momentary truth says again, I feel this way. I feel this way. I feel this way for I've been feeling this way for quite some time. So this must be who I am. This must be I'm feeling this way. But again, if you're basing your truth on how you feel or what you see or what you've experienced or even on the testimony of other people, they kind of they came out of that restaurant and and they look happy. But keep watching. They came out of that restaurant and now they're vomiting around the corner. You can't base truth in this reality. You got me? It's always shifting and it's always changing. Now, as we begin to close out here, I want to give you what I call the truth test. If you, those of you that are still watching now, I hope I haven't offended everybody and everybody's left. But the fact of the matter is truth is real. And you'll need to know what it is and how to be governed by it. Now, here is a, uh, I call this the truth test, the truth test. Now, here it is. If you, if you want to know what's, if something is true or not, or it is, or it is truth, should I say, it is truth. If you want to know if something is truth and if it is meant to be, here's a very simple test to find it out. All right. And here's what it is. Let's say if everybody did it, if everybody did it, what happened? And 
If everybody did that sort of thing over time, what would happen to the human race? What would happen to society as a whole? Okay, let's say you say, well, what is, uh, is being drunk okay? Is, is, is drinking, drinking okay, being, is being drunk? Let's say that, let's say that way. It, is being drunk, being intoxicated, is that okay? Well, what if everybody did it all the time, over a period of time, what would happen to society? Okay, you say, well, is abortion okay? Well, what if everybody did it? Everybody did it, every mother did it. If every child was aborted, what would happen to society, the human race, over time? Is lying a sin, is lying okay? Well, it, what if everybody always told lies? And they kept doing it. Over time, what would happen to our society? What would happen to the world? Got me? By the same token, what if everybody was giving in kind over time? What would happen to the human race? Human race. What if everybody was loving? What if everybody, we talk about tithing. What if everybody in the church, in all churches, tithed? Or in the world, what would happen to the gospel of Christ Jesus? You know, so that's a simple test. You put it in that formula, whatever you want to put into it. But what would happen if everybody did it, if everybody lived this way? What would happen if everybody did it over time? What would happen to the human race? Now, if the human race would, um, if we would perish, then you know that's, got, that, that's, that's not a good thing. But if we would thrive, then you know, hey, that's something else that's good. And then that must be truth. Make sense? All right. All right, so let's begin to close out here. I just want to give you that, that, simple, that simple test. Now, there's the last truth we want to talk about is what's called absolute truth. Absolute truth is the truth as, that, as delivered to us by God the Father, by our Creator. He has given us an absolute truth. And absolute truth means that it is always true, no matter the time, no matter how you feel, no matter what society says, it is always truth and it is always true. That's what you want to build your life on. Look at uh, Psalm 100, verse number five. Psalm 100, verse five says this, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth how long to all generations. See, his truth endures to all generations. That is, you can always stand on it. You can base your life upon it. What he said in his word is truth. All right. Let's look at this. Jesus prayed this prayer as well for us, for the body of Christ in John 17. Look at 17, 18, 19. This is how it reads. The Lord Jesus says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth. So as the body of Christ, we are sanctified through truth. We are set apart through truth. His word is his truth. Believing what he said and standing upon what he said. Now, the world's truth 
You can see it, taste it, taste it, touch it, smell it. And you're basing your world or your life on those things. But God's truth is one that you have to enter in by faith. And you're going to have to believe it even though you don't feel it. Even though your body says, this is who I am. But what does God say? Even though the world says, you know, you ought to have as many relations as you possibly can. But what does God say? Even the world says you better hold all the money you can because financial collapse is coming. But what does God say? You know, there's always going to be that contradiction. That's why the Bible says in, in uh, Romans, the 12th chapter, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you have to decide what truth you're going to live on, what truth you're going to reside in. And that, that all comes down to Jesus not only being Savior, but also Lord. When he is Lord of your life, you will live on truth. And remember this, if Jesus is not Lord of all, he is not Lord at all. He's not going to be a, a side piece. He's not going to be somebody on the side that will just come over every once in a while. Uh-uh. He's either Lord of all or Lord, or he's not Lord at all. It's either you will believe what he said is truth and fashion your life upon truth, or you will go the way of the world. Last scripture. I love this. Look at Matthew 7. I hope you're getting something out of this tonight, and I hope it's, hope it's settling you. Matthew 7. Verses 24 through 27. I'm just going to read this, okay? Matthew 7, verse 24 through 27. Listen to, listen to these words. The Lord Jesus speaking here. He says, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise. Like a person who builds a house on solid rock. That's a foundation, right? Here's his teaching, that is, who hears his word. Verse 25. Though the rain comes in torrents and the flood waters rise and uh, yeah, rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock, built on a firm foundation. But listen, verse 26. But anyone who hears my words and doesn't obey it is foolish. Anybody who hears my words and doesn't obey it, the Lord says, you're foolish. He says, like a person who builds a house on sand, when the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. So the Lord is prophesying here. He's telling man, my words are a sure foundation. And Jesus is truth. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes into the Father but by me. So truth is not only given to us by God. Truth is God. And the Lord is truth. Hallelujah. And the Lord said, if you abide there in truth, if you stand on truth, build your life, even though you don't feel it, 
natural world, even though you don't see it, even though everything around you says this is not right, just like Abraham and, and Sarah, you know, that God said, you're going to have a baby. I know Abraham, you're about 100, your wife, you know, I, I know that. But God said, you're going to have the baby. You, yes, you will. Abraham had to believe against, you know, he had to believe with all his might that what God said was true. And he stuck on that and he stayed on that. And guess what? He had the baby, Isaac. All right. His wife was already old. He was already old, but he stood on truth. So when the doctor tells you, oh, this is bad news and, you know, and this disease and that's happening and and we don't know if you're going to make it. Say, doctor, understand what you are saying. That is your reality. But my truth says by his stripes. I am healed. I can lean on, rely on and trust in what he said, because his word is truth. And we're going to stand in truth, not on feeling, not on social, the social truth or what is uh, accepted as truth in this world today. We're going to stand on the word of God. And Jesus said, your life, when the storms come, because the storm's going to come and hit everybody. But he said, when the storms come to your house, your house will stand because it is founded on a solid foundation. Well, my God, I hope that you have received uh, uh, from our time here. It's about time to go. And before we go, I want to have a word of prayer with you. And I want to ask the Lord to seal this word in your heart. Heavenly Father, we thank you right now for this time. And Lord, I ask that you would just uh, convict your church as to what truth is. Lord, if these words were from you, then Lord, let these words sink into the hearts of your people. And Lord, I pray that you continue to deal with them and that that you would comfort them in the areas where we need to change. Comfort, comfort us, Lord, in the areas where we have received lies. And Lord, we pray that your truth will break down every stronghold of the adversary. And we thank you, Lord, that it assures us of life and peace. We bless you and we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Well, don't forget to join us this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. And I believe you're going to get a rich blessing from the word of God. Uh, Pastor Nelson is going to be here with us one more time. Praise God. I'm excited about that. And this time he's going to speak from the subject of home improvements. I can't wait for you to, to hear that. I know it's going to richly bless you. I'll be back up in the pulpit in the next few weeks and uh, we're going to have a great time as well. So until next time, remember, Jesus loves you. We do too. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way and we will see you on the next time. All right. Bye-bye now. I'm going to go continue to walk. Praise God. Remember, when you wear your mask, can you hear me? Oh, sorry. Uh-oh. Kind of got slipped up there. Remember, when you wear your mask, uh, my mask, when I wear my mask, it protects you. When you wear your mask, it protects me. Praise God. And we're covered by the blood of Jesus, safe and secure. All right. See you guys later. I'm walking on. Bye now. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.